0: to episode six of our summer special series of As You Go, a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all of the things in their lives like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health and so much more. I'm Kathy, hosting alongside Miranda Cox. Hey, Miranda. Hey, how's it going? And in case you are just tuning in, our church is doing a summer series on the book of Romans called Masterclass. We're going through Romans verse by verse, chapter by chapter. During this series, we also have had scripture memorization, which you've probably heard us talk about um, in the episodes before this one. And so that's been very challenging, but also very fulfilling um, mm-hmm. as we have been working through that. So, so grateful for this series. Um, If you haven't heard the podcast before this one, the episodes prior, go back and listen. Um, And it's not too late to tune in and kind of walk through this book of the Bible of Romans together with us.
1: Yes, and as we have mentioned before, um, during this series, we're talking with different members of our Rolling Hills staff and getting their insights. And it has been so amazing just to hear other women unpack what these verses have meant to them and we've learned so much by by doing that but today we are talking with lucy mondera lucy is the communications director at justice and mercy international known as jmi Um, lucy can you just tell us a little bit about jmi and its connection to rolling hills church and then also what is your role there
2: and also welcome. Hello. <laughs> <How> <laughs> hey, guys. So good to be with you both today. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so Justice of Mercy International, JMI, was a, kind of birthed out of Rolling Hills, actually. Um, the first ever mission trip was to Moldova uh, with Pastor Jeff and a guy called Steve Davis. And um, their hearts were just broken for what was happening in Moldova. You know, one of the tiniest, poorest countries in Europe had such a huge uh, trafficking rate of kids. And so mm. they just knew they needed to do something. And so all these years later, here is JMI, and uh, the Lord has just grown this ministry to new heights. Uh, We're working in Mondova, but we're also working in the Amazon jungle of Brazil, Mm -hmm. uh, working with not just the poor and the vulnerable, but also with jungle pastors, training and equipping them in the Amazon. And uh, the Lord has just been so gracious to increase this work to new levels. And uh, we love that we get to be a part of it with Rolling Hills. Um, You know, we have a Nashville office with 13 of us uh, here, and so it's just great. It's great being a part of it with the church.
1: That is amazing, and I know Kathy. You've been. Have you
0: been to Moldova? I haven't been to Moldova.
2: Okay, so
1: but we've both been to the Amazon. Yes, yes, it is that's right. An amazing experience. Um, highly recommend. And I would love to make it to Moldova someday. Yeah, so. I would. I would as well. The Amazon and
2: if, isn't as scary to think it is, is it?
1: You know. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, Lucy, can you just start by telling us a little bit about your faith journey? Are there significant events or seasons that God has used in your life to grow you to be more like
2: Jesus? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, you can tell from my accent, I'm not a Tennessean. Uh, (laughs) My husband and I moved here five years ago from the UK. And um, yeah, gosh, when you think back, I just, God has done so much in my life. Um, I gave my life to the Lord at age 18, kind of had a bit of a rocky teenage years, just a lot of bad choices, a lot of Mm. self-image issues and, um, the Lord literally rescued me from, from uh, some crazy situations. Just kind of like, it was almost like, it's your time. I'm taking you with me. Let's, let's go. And so he radically saved me at 18 years old and, uh, I had no idea what was next, but six months later, I found myself my first mission trip uh, to Mexico, which is obviously quite a jump from the UK. So I'm Mm -hmm. on this trip to Mexico and the Lord just wrecks my heart for what I see. You know, anyone who's in missions, you guys both know this. When you go on mission for the first time, you always remember it. And, uh, he did something in me that day at 18, 19 years old that was literally a pivotal moment for my life. And from that moment I had the bug, I knew I wanted to do something that um, was bigger than myself. You know, I wanted to do something that would help other people and I just wanted to, to be where he was, you know. And so I found myself going from there to working in the Amazon. You know, my parents um, both started doing work in the Amazon in 2002 and myself and George were down there. And we just loved, we fell in love with these people and just knew that God was calling us again to do more mission Um, So from just being a part of mission, I feel like the Lord has taught me so much. You know, Mm -hmm. there's something about um, serving that does a work in you, you know, and and just being a part of something that's so much bigger than yourself uh, changes you, you know, changes you in a huge way. And I had the opportunity to go live in Germany for a couple of years and worked with women who had been trafficked and now here at JMI. And so the Lord has kind of threaded through my life this missional purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, there have been so many moments through that that He has, changed me and shaped me and grown me and stretched me. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's incredibly uncomfortable, as we know. But um, just being to be a part of something like that has really shown me just the face of Jesus and right. requiring to be more like him. Right. Mm-hmm. And
1: tell us a little bit about your family.
2: So you have your husband is George. Yep. George, uh, we've been married for 21 years, which seems crazy. Um, we have two girls, Savannah and Summer, who are 11 and 9. Um, yeah, and like I said, we came here to uh, Tennessee from the UK five years ago. We used to be a part of what Rolling Hills are doing and what JMI is doing too. That's amazing. And you have such
0: a beautiful family too, um, just a family that we are so grateful for and so grateful mm-hmm. to call friends and those girls they just light up a room
2: um <laughs> well, they love you <laughs> oh goodness
0: absolutely love them what are some ways that you and george are kind of instilling that missions serving mindset
2: yeah into the girls so um we would have loved to have already taken them on mission trips but we have you know been waiting on this green card not being a u.s citizen Mm -hmm. so we our travel plans kind of got Mm cancelled by the, you know by the lord it's obviously for a reason but we haven't been able to take them on physical mission but um george grew up in zimbabwe africa you know me coming from the uk so we're very intentional about telling them what life is like Mm -hmm. outside of what they know you know letting them know that where we live is not like that for the rest of the world for so many people this is not the reality of even things like going to school the privilege of going to school you know the amount of times one of my kids is like oh i hate school and i'm like (laughs) that mom that's like there are so many kids out there who would love to go to school you should be grateful you know or whatever so it's i think we're trying to be very honest and open with them about what's happening with the world in, in in certain levels of course but also you know, kids their age, what they experience. And it's a privilege being able to obviously work at JMI and then hearing stories of transformation or he- hearing stories of hardship and just sharing that mm-hmm. with the girls of of kids that they may relate to on age-wise, but are struggling with these things. And so we really try and bring them in kind of to our world of what we're seeing and um, also bring them in to pray for these kids and mm-hmm. pray for people too. Well, you are doing such an incredible job oh, with them. They
0: are just such sweet souls for sure. Thank you. Something that we hear often when we talk to women is that they are so incredibly busy, and it's really challenging Mm -hmm. for them to manage their schedule as it is, right? Um, And then- we always go back to make sure you have that time in the word, make sure you have that intentional time with the Lord. And when I think about you and you're working so much and what you do is so important for the kingdom, you work in ministry, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have a husband who tours and he's gone a lot. Uh And so, you know, you're managing the two kids and all of that. How do you make
2: time how do you make it a priority to be in the word yeah it's a challenge it's you know the honest the honest answer is it's definitely a challenge isn't it every day just trying to keep that consistency um for me uh it requires a couple of alternatives because every day is different it's like every season of life is different for us all right so um for me I have to have a couple of different options. My dream option is always to be up before everyone else, the <laughs> quiet of the house, a good cup of coffee, my favorite bible, you know, and just sit in peace. But the reality is with two girls that's a very rari- that's a r- that's a rarity uh, a lot of the time. Um so you know that is like my prime goal is to be there by myself gap mm-hmm. early. Um, but also for me, for me, what works well is audio. So just listening as I'm driving to work or listening as I'm kind of going about the house or if I'm dropping them off or when I'm coming back from dropping them off, sorry. So I think I go from a mix of trying to be in the physical book of the word and then like taking it in mm-hmm. on the audio and listening Um but it is a struggle. You know, it's, it's really developing a healthy habit. It's being in the Lord's word every day. It requires discipline. You know, bad habits are so easy to adopt. You can adopt it overnight. It's done, you know, mm-hmm. but healthy habits require time. And I think mm-hmm. it's so important for us to be determined, to stick to a plan, to find a plan that works for you. Um, I think... Depends on everyone's lifestyle. Everyone is in different seasons, in different times of their life. So for other people, it's really just trying to find what works and clicks for you. But certainly, I know there have been seasons in my life where I've really kicked myself because I felt like I'm not good enough, I'm not doing enough, you know. But if it's like five minutes a day or an hour a day, whatever you can do and whatever you can bring to the Lord, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just it's just doing what you can, you know. And um, being in His Word is so important. I know. For me, it's like I can feel those days and those weeks where I haven't spent enough time in His Word and I physically can feel the energy draining out of me or my patience with the kids runs out. And, you know, we need it to sustain Mm -hmm. us, to keep us. You know, we hear from God in this way and we learn about Him and we learn about ourselves. So... You know, it is a challenge, definitely, mm-hmm. but it's the more we do it, the more we get a set path of how to do it, um, the easier it becomes. And it's it's obviously the most important part of our day. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy to be like, I'm too busy and mm-hmm. I've got this going on. But actually, we all know it's the most important part. And so it's just finding the time to do yeah. it. And it's yeah. amazing, too, the correlation
1: between um, those times where I do have time or make the time to uh-huh. really be in, in the Word and spending time in prayer versus times where maybe there's something going on and I I just don't have as much time and I can like you were just saying I can feel that it Mm -hmm. I I feel it in the level of patience I have Mm -hmm. the level of peace I have joy all the things you definitely it just makes a difference
2: It's like knowing it's good for you, but sometimes you're not doing it. It's like, what? This would just be so easy if you just surrender it all. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Stop doing it in your own strength, <laughs> yeah. Lucy. Let's get all back on the train. And you we know? all would say it's <laughs> yeah. so
0: important, and it should be a priority. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think sometimes we can run on. Well, I'm doing well for like a temporary. We can fake it yes. for yes. a short period of time, and then we're like, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> my my Kathy is becomes cynical Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. Kathy there, there's Kathy in the flesh. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I am not filling my heart my mind with God's truth. And it happens so fast.
1: I can't fake it for very long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is one of the things I love about you. (laughs) You always know what you stand, which is good,
0: right? Everyone knows when things are not going well. Like, oh, Miranda.
2: (laughs) Somebody get her some space, quick. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Here, hold my Bible. Hold my Bible. Well, I just, I really, going back to the book of Romans, it has been So amazing. I've learned so much. Mm -hmm. No matter how many times you read through, maybe it's your first time, or maybe it's your third, or maybe your 50th time of going through Romans. And I really, I know I've said this before, but I love that our church does this masterclass series where we are diving in to a book of the Bible. And that's just been incredible. And we're doing it together. Mm -hmm. But like you said earlier, Miranda there are things that maybe hit different Mm -hmm. right in different seasons and so what's been the most
2: exciting part for you Lucy of this series yeah like you I just love that we get to go deep you know these masterclass series are so great because it's not just like visiting here for a little while we're actually digging deep you know which has been amazing and I think um, what I love about Romans it's so full of so much truth and it's so instructional for our lives you know I just think about when it was written. It was applicable for the people then. You know, it's applicable for us now. It's going to be applicable for the generations to come. And so it doesn't matter how many times you read it. New truths kind of pop out at you every single time. And it's just, it's great because you can take it home with you and literally live it out that day. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so instructional, like I said, that it just helps you just to, to kind of get on track with the Lord and be like, where are we going? Okay, this is how I should be in this situation. And this is maybe how I shouldn't have been in this situation. And, you know, it covers so many topics mm-hmm. too, doesn't it? There's you know, so many it topics. It really does. So many. <laughs>
0: it really does, yeah.
2: Um,
1: So, and I, I just cannot believe that we are getting ready to wrap up Romans hmm. um, in just a few weeks here. So um, the last... Few weeks we have been covering Romans chapters thirteen and fourteen. I know this is like a very big question to ask, but if you had
2: to summarize those chapters, what would you say? Yeah, Romans thirteen and fourteen were were the interesting chapters of the mm-hmm. book, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. 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 Um, it's a good question. You know, there's two words that popped out when when I was um, when we were studying this, and it was like obedience and love. Mm. So you know, Romans thirteen, Paul is talking about how we live a life that's pleasing to God and how do we live that life keeping the law under the law under governing authorities Um, and it's really about obedience to him but it's about obedience as people isn't it so it's almost like he's growing us with um, teaching us respect and honor and integrity Mm -hmm. and um, you know I love how it goes into love you know Mm -hmm. it always comes down to love right and Mm -hmm. he talks about how we shouldn't owe anyone anything. So pay off everything that's, that's due or pay your taxes or whatever and just owe no one nothing but love. So we mm. owe each other love is basically what he's saying, which is incredible and, and to love our neighbor. And we can say that, but it's like, if we really loved our neighbors ourselves, can you imagine how the world would be? And so you know, 13 is very much about obedience for me. That's kind of how I took it. And, you know, there's a kind of a warning at the end of the day of salvation is coming and so let's be ready. You know, every day we wake up, we're a day closer mm-hmm. to Jesus coming back. And so not to kind of get um, pulled in by the world and the desires of our flesh, which are real, but to keep our eyes fixed, you know, on the Lord. Um, and then moving into 14, it's kind of really bringing in the love. So it's about um, not getting caught up in petty arguments with each other, but let's, you know, try and build each other up and encourage one another. And let's not our, let our lives be a stumbling block mm-hmm. for the next person. But how do we as believers relate to one another when we have so many differences? Cause we are, you know, we're all different people from mm-hmm. different backgrounds, countries, cultures, or whatever. And it's natural for people to have different opinions, but it doesn't mean it has to be volatile. It's like, we're called to be people who are peaceful and lead with peace. And so how do we do that? So Paul's kind of unpacking that in 14 mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Don't you think many times when we think
0: about obedience we don't connect it with love we think mm. of obedience as have to but instead being obedient to the lord is like we get to yeah because of his
2: love for us yeah our love for him and our love for other people. Absolutely. And it's almost like the father, it's like, he's the father, obviously, but it's almost like with the child, it's like, be obedient to me because it's for your own good. I know Mm -hmm. what's good for you. I Mm -hmm. have good things for you. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like a condemning, be obedient to me, but you're right. It's out of love for sure. Right. And it's those,
1: those words, obedience, discipline, submit. (laughs) Those are all words that kind of, can send people walking the mm-hmm. other direction, but yeah. they really, in the context of love yeah. um, for God and for our neighbors, they're really important mm-hmm. and
0: and it's so worth it. Well, it shows our fleshly desire mm-hmm. to want to do what we want to do, right, and right. not have an authority right over us. Yeah. I think we can do it all on yeah. our own. Yes, for <laughs> sure. For, until we can't, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> until we can't. Well, our memory verse for um chapter 13, we actually had two is 13 and 14. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy, whether clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of your flesh, which mm. is similar to what we were just talking about. What do these verses mean to you? Mm. Why is this
2: important? I think it's so easy for us to think life's all about us. Human nature takes mm. over. It's like life's all about me. This is the way I want to do things. This is how I do things. Um, but I think if we can twist that round and remind ourselves, I mean, it says in it, we belong to God. And so our life is for him. We shouldn't be living our lives for ourselves, which I know we do. Um, so, and with that, we know that the desires of the flesh are real. We know that our flesh is weak. And so how do we live in this world and deal with that um, and know that we we cannot give in to that? And so I think it's really, for me, what sticks out with this is just like, we have to be awake. We have to be spiritually awake. We have to guard our hearts. You know, the world is going to always be there, tempting us to, to take, partake in it and offering things at our feet. But, you know, Jesus is on the other side and it's like, we know which way to go, right? And so I think... It's a continual thing of coming back to the Word, like we're talking about daily disciplines in the Word and asking the Lord and the Holy Spirit to help us each day, to strengthen us each day, because we know the desires of our flesh is gonna to lead to destruction, absolutely gonna to lead to despair and it's not gonna be good. It may taste mm. good for a minute, mm-hmm. but then it's gonna just drop you very quick. And um to have a mind of the spirit just is gonna to lead to peace. And mm. so I think it is, like I said, just being aware. Of what's going around us and asking the holy spirit to refresh us and and strengthen us because right. the flesh you know is weak we all have temptations we all have things we struggle with that's just the reality you know mm-hmm. this is
0: another one of those uh passages that's a put off put on right yes. uh uh-huh. put off the carousing and the drunkenness the sexual immorality the debauchery Um, the dissension and the Mm -hmm. jealousy, but he doesn't just leave us there. He's like, put that off, but yeah, put on Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Um, Put on godly desires, not the desires of the flesh. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that, that he, he doesn't just leave us with like, put these things off. Well, now what do I do? You know, I (laughs) love that.
1: I love that. And he's telling us what, what to do. And when I read these types of verses, it just reminds me that we have to trust that God is good Mm. and that he's saying these things because they are for our protection Mm. and because he wants good things for Mm. us. Um, and so instead of looking at them as a list of things, don't do this, don't do this, don't do it. If you look at it as he's, he's trying to Almost save us from ourselves. Absolutely. He wants good things for us. And he knows when we clothe
2: ourselves with Christ, he knows what that's going to mean for us. And so. Absolutely. I mean, just takes you back to thinking about putting on the armor of God. There's a reason he tells Mm -hmm. us to put on armor, isn't there? For protection, for everything else. And it's like we need. We need him because, you know, he's the only one that's going to help us. When you say clothe yourself in righteousness, like, well, what does that look like? Yeah. What does clove <laughs> yeah, yourself well, in righteousness right. look like? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um,
1: and so moving to chapter 14, our verses, our memory verses for that chapter were 16 through 19. So I'll go ahead and read mm-hmm. those. Therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. So anything, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything that really stands out to you when you hear those verses.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the end part when it says about you know leading a life that is of peace, that's not always easy is it you know mm. leading a life that's, <laughs> that's peaceful and I just think it be about being a mom it's like there's definitely so many situations that I come across where I'm like well I did not handle that peacefully I probably could have done that much better and it's like how do we be people who lead with peace you know in in a world that's so divisive and so broken and how do we do that well and I just think you know Being someone who leads with peace does not mean we have to be silent. It doesn't mean that we have to lay down and let people run over us and just be yes people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what it means is is we we have to really prayerfully come to the situation with peace, you know. And I think communication with other people is key, you know we all have situations, whether it's in our neighborhood, whether it's in our family, whether it's bigger than that. We all experience situations that are not peaceful and we have different opinions Mm -hmm. with people and it can be very difficult. But I think we're called to be people who um, put out fires rather than start them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm naturally a justice person. If I see something that bothers me, I just naturally, my flesh wants to like lash out. Like, Mm -hmm. this is wrong. You can't, you know, don't do that. But if I was to instinctively go with that, it's probably going to make things a lot worse. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you react to situations peacefully and um actually was thinking the other day just about martin luther king jr and how he's a wonderful example of somebody who led with peace you know Mm -hmm. he spoke truth and he spoke peace and i just think we are called to be people of peace uh that is not easy because Mm -hmm. sometimes people are challenging i know i'm challenging for some people and people are challenging for me but also it's like we have to remember who who we are and where we came from and, and we are all falling short of what God has for us, you know, mm-hmm. and so he came for us. And so we ultimately have to, to reach out to people and love them. Um, but also communication is so key just to come alongside one and each other and just to try and model it as best as we can. But we need the Holy Spirit again. We need the Holy Spirit to help mm-hmm. us because those situations aren't always easy. Right. And, um, you know, I just think about Jesus. What would he do? You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. there, you know, preaching and making it all fancy and nice. You know, he was coming alongside people. He was speaking with them. He was spending time with them, even if they were different than him or had different opinions or beliefs, he still spent time with them and he spoke truth, but he came in a peaceful manner, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, I think, oh, okay. sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think um, it's really important. And maybe Kathy, you can probably speak into this um, even better than anything I could say, mm-hmm. but um, what you mentioned, Lucy, about having the Holy Spirit is so important because no situation is exactly like the other one. And the Lord knows what peace looks like in every situation. And so in one situation, he may be calling us to do one thing that leads to peace in another situation. It may look like something a little bit different, which is why we need to be in prayer, be in his word and let the spirit work in us and through us. And I can look back throughout my life. And, and I can name situations where I just messed it up. Like I was not, um, making every effort to lead with peace. Um, and then I can look at some other examples where things ended really well and there was peace all the way around. And in each of those times, I can look back and know that those were the times that I was really seeking the Lord and, Um, Asking for his wisdom and guidance. And so, basically, what I'm saying, if I try to do it on my own, I screw it up.
0: (laughs) We all all come back to that. We all come back to our theme. That's our theme for today. (laughs) I would encourage you, if you didn't, if you haven't read Romans 14, go through and read it in its entirety. Mm -hmm. Um, And even go back through, you can go to rollinghills.church and you can listen to the sermons. From this past week from um, chapter 14. And I think when we when we think about peace as believers, even in this context, it's like, let's not get so wrapped up in arguing in mm-hmm. fighting for things that are going to cause discord, like they're not top tier gospel issues. And yesterday we were talking about maybe I have an opinion about something. Mm -hmm. And Miranda, you may have a different opinion or even a different conviction about something. And so it's being mindful of, am I so demanding and adamant about this one point that I'm missing an opportunity to share the love of Christ right. with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we, you know, sometimes we do that with, um, I think sometimes people who are not believers can watch us as believers mm-hmm. fighting over things that are not top tier Right. things that we need to right. be debating mm-hmm. in the way that we might go about yeah. debating them. And so right. we just need, we need to, we need to be cautious. Yeah. You know, and it
2: becomes a distraction. It can become a total distraction, can't yeah. it? You know, mm-hmm. the enemy can use it in such a distractive way yes. and then it, we're kind of missing the point. It's like, we're here for this, this mission, this is our mission right here. And now we're way over here because we're caught up in this discussion, which really doesn't probably need to happen. You've got mm-hmm. your opinion. I've got mine. Let's move past it. Let's move mm-hmm. forward together, you know, and let's not let it damage anyone, yeah. but let's just right. build each other up
0: yes absolutely unity of Christ Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah
1: um so as we've been going through the book of Romans Lucy is there anything else just anywhere from the book of Romans but Mm. anything else that just stands out to you as we've been going through this series I mean gosh
2: there's been so much good stuff coming out (laughs) over these weeks hasn't there um you know one verse um that I just love that um I've always been close to my heart, but just really came, you know, forefront over this time was Romans 8, 38, 39, you know, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all, all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And um, I don't know about you, but it's like I need that reminder Mm -hmm. almost every week. It's like it doesn't matter what, again, season we're in or what we're going through, whether we're on top of the mountain, whether we're in the valley. It's like that reminder that he is for us and that nothing will separate us from his love because I think the world tells us one thing, the enemy tells us another thing, and it's easy to get to a place sometimes in life where – you don't feel worthy enough. We don't feel good enough. And, and you can feel like something's going to separate you from his love. But this is a reminder for us that nothing, like it says absolutely nothing in the whole of creation can separate you and me from his love because he loves us that much. And for me, I'm like, wow, <laughs> how, can, how how can you have that much love? I mean, it's incredible. So I just love that verse. Yeah. I love it so much. So powerful. Mm, wow. Thank you. Yeah,
0: Thank you, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) Just for sharing your time, sharing your heart, sharing what the Lord is Mm. doing in your life and in your family's life and what the Lord has done through Romans is continuing to do through his word. Um, Thank you so much for that. Ladies, thank you so much for listening to our As You Go summer series on the Book of Romans. If you're interested in learning more about Rolling Hills, download our Rolling Hills Church Center app, follow us on social media, or visit the website at rollinghills.church. As You Go podcast is a part of the Rolling Hills podcast network, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in.